What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? How's it going? Anybody watching, anybody listening, I really appreciate your attention and looking forward to sharing this journey with you. Uh, with that being said, uh, I've been very intimidated on embarking on the podcast journey uh, and videocast journey because um, it's something that I've already got a lot going on and trying to learn something new and the ins and outs of podcasting has just been, for for lack of a better term, pretty uh, intimidating. But I think that I'm finally in the spot right now to devote some time to getting the good word out. And, you know, this podcast is going to be like my first child. I have two dogs, Ruby and Ryder, both Frenchies. If you follow my accounts, you've probably seen them. And this really is, is the first, you know, coalescing entity that I'm going to be shaping in my uh, life, absent of my, uh, my clinic and my company, uh, education company, the BFR Pros, that we'll talk about uh, in the what am I or who am I uh, type section. But um, I think this podcast is really exciting to me because I have um, a strong desire to help people get back to the activities that they love as quickly as possible. And that's been a driving, um, that's been a driving mission for me as uh, the human performance mechanic and the human performance mechanic, that philosophy that drives how I approach fitness and rehabilitation as my, um, as my career as a physical therapist is that I believe the human body has evolved to become something like a perfect machine. And that machine is programmed to naturally coordinate its many moving parts to work in unison to maintain its equilibrium and ultimately optimize its performance. But unfortunately, the body really isn't programmed in such a way to recognize when there's an imbalance and when there is that imbalance, to be able to then self-correct. And if we're viewing the body as a machine, albeit an extremely complex machine, in this analogy, it takes a specialized mechanic, a human performance mechanic, to recognize those imbalances and provide solutions to help get that person back to equilibrium and optimal performance. And that's why I consider myself more than just a physical therapist as a label. I consider myself the human performance mechanic. And I just really love getting down and dirty with exercise science and all the different myriad of ways that when the body is out of balance or the body is in perfect balance, and is looking to push the limits of human performance, what techniques or approaches can we use or even pieces of equipment that we can use to help people on both ends of that spectrum? And that really, in the grand scheme of things, is why I love 
what I do every day. And my whole being, in essence, is truly about helping people get back to the activities that they love as quickly as possible. And this podcast is really a double entendre because if anybody that it, that winds up watching this or listening to this, they probably know me as the BFR guy. Uh, and BFR for those that for whatever reason find me and not familiar with blood flow restriction or BFR training um, is is the BFR guy, right? I'm the BFR guy. And um, I will say that this po this podcast, the double entendre is really when people think and see BFR, especially with relationship to the human performance mechanic, they're thinking blood flow restriction training. And while that BFR is something that I love and as part of the love that I have for this growing industry to helping people get back to the activities that they love as quickly as possible, which I've found BFR is able to help those patients and clients get back to those activities quicker than the things that, that are currently going on right now. And that is why it's been such a blessing to not only uh, be able to speak on blood flow restriction on both the international stage as well as in conferences and publishing in peer-reviewed journals. I really am a BFR proponent, but that's not the only thing that I use. And that's not the only thing that I'm really passionate about. I'm passionate about strength training and anything that we can do to help people stay moving with the obesity crisis that's going on internationally, but more specifically where I'm at in the United States. I find it extremely important to reduce barriers to getting people to exercise, whether they have an injury or not, and keeping them exercising. And that really is the second crux of this podcast, which is focusing on any sort of technology that is better for results than the things that we've been doing on a day-to-day, -day, either as a fitness professional or as a physical therapist. Now, a little bit of backtracking here uh, for those that again, just wound up on this, this, this podcast is that I, um, have been a proponent of blood flow restriction training for a long time. And I actually first found out about blood flow restriction training in, uh, when I was getting my master's degree in Washington, DC back in 2012. And I was competing or planning to compete in bodybuilding shows. Why? Because I'm a meathead. I love lifting weights. I love the way it makes me feel. And obviously, I love the way it makes me look. Simple as that. But I saw a bodybuilder in the American University gym and was wrap, wrapping his arm in what, what looked like this very like rudimentary, um, rudimentary wrapping. And his arm was like a different shade of purple. It was crazy. And he was doing bicep curls. 
And I remember walking up to him as a bodybuilder, anybody listening or watching, you know that bodybuilders are going to do anything to get even 1% gain in their bicep or legs or whatever muscle group that they're trying to target. So I said, hey, what is that? And what, what are you doing? And the guy that was lifting basically was like, oh, it's occlusion training. You know, you get a massive pump and that pump helps you with the gains. And, you know, thinking back to Arnold and the pump and working out in the 70s, um, you know, that all kind of like flashed in my mind. And I'm like, all right, well, um, this guy's pretty big. Listening to a big guy give advice, um, again, not highly recommended, but that was when I first started to dabble in blood flow restriction. But I tried to do it for a couple of times with powerlifting straps, very rudimentary, as I mentioned. That was not um, was not pleasant. And I stopped from the setup, but also the fact that it really is just uncomfortable. And I didn't really pick it up again until I was in PT school. My, my, I think it was going into my, my second year from the end of my first or, you know, whatnot in 2014, 2015. And I saw an article in the journal strength and conditioning research that sent me down a rabbit hole. And for me, as somebody who between that that time period of first learning about blood flow restriction and then learning uh, about all the things in physical therapy school, I went to get my doctorate of physical therapy at Columbia University. I graduated in 2017. But during that time, I've, I, I really became almost obsessed with exercise and the benefits of exercise and what exercise can do on a plethora of different domains, look good, feel good, reduce your chance of dying or living your best life. In addition to all the things that we're talking about in, in rehab with an injury. And at that point, I, I really was like, wow, reading this article, this, this, there's actually potentially something to this. And from that point on, I literally dove straight in. I did not stop. I became a very voracious reader of research. And in order to keep myself accountable for the research that I did read and opening myself up to different perspectives, maybe I was off the mark here, right? Maybe if I post this research, not really, you know, something that uh, is really going to catch on. And this was in 2015, 2016 uh, type era. And I started posting on Instagram to keep myself accountable. And I started to develop a following on Instagram of being quote unquote, the BFR guy and encountered my fair amount of trolls on Instagram uh, and Facebook, but mostly Instagram that was saying, this is a modality that is stupid. You need to lift heavy weights in order to gain muscle mass and more, more importantly, you know, muscle strength. So why are you going to waste your time with low loads? And to me, that just looked like up, oh, here's another barrier that we're artificially setting in our society to prevent people from exercising. And to me, that's not cool. Given what we know about the benefits of exercise and what that can do for the health of that person, but also the health of society as a whole. And 
So I kind of weathered the storm, posting a lot. Um, I got the attention of, uh, of an up and coming company, Smart Tools, that, um, that was launching a BFR cuff. I started to go to BFR courses and then I started to teach BFR courses through Smart Tools and, um, and really just becoming a sponge on blood flow restriction training. And then along the way, I've, I've, you know, kind of came to the conclusion that with all the research that I was reading, there's so many different ways in which you can apply this stimulus, this blood flow restriction training. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to be, you know, uh, beholden to one particular cuff for better or worse. I want to try to understand all of the different ways in which BFR can be applied and try to get involved in some research to help shape the direction of the field in and of itself. And I was fortunate to be able to leverage Instagram to then make all of these tens of connections with, with researchers, with top people in their respective fields of bodybuilding, of exercise science, of blood flow restriction training, of physical therapy, and everything in between. And I find myself, you know, when we're not collaborating on actually publishing research, right, on blood flow restriction, on exercise, I find myself having these amazing conversations, just amazing, like really getting super nerdy and getting into the nitty gritty to really just, you know, challenge my own understanding of, you know, topics and not just, you know, have a dilettante type knowledge or interest in all these different types, but really to hone in on what my true passions are, which is health and fitness, which is encompassing bodybuilding as well, but also blood flow restriction training. And, you know, that, that kind of, you know, led me to this idea of, well, wait a second, like I'm having all these great conversations with researchers when I'm meeting them for coffee or having Skypes or I don't know if anybody do Skype anymore. I don't know. Um, but definitely Zooms now of, of having meetings and really having awesome conversations. I'm like, well, why am I not just like recording these and posting these out for content? Just because like I, I'm involved in so many different things, including teaching. You know, I'm currently teaching at Lehman, uh, in the Bronx, along with my research regimen and my, um, my caseload, both as a personal trainer and a physical therapist, class, clashing them into one domain. Um, I, I'm, I'm a pretty busy guy and I love having these conversations. So it's like, why not just create a podcast or, or a resource that people could listen to me and other people having these conversations, these leaders in their respective fields and just learning from them and ultimately getting back to what I want to really um, accomplish is helping people get back to the activities that they love as quickly as possible. BFR, as I mentioned, is just one of those modalities or the exercise techniques as my, my colleague and fellow co-author who will be on the podcast, Kyle Kimbrell says, it's not a modality, it's a technique, whatever. That's kind of pedantic, but nonetheless, um, 
what I really want to do with this is fuel interest in an area that I think can change people's lives, which is blood flow restriction training, right? The BFR, but also highlight other technologies that are out there that I use or have heard of that can help people get back to the activities that they love quicker than what we're currently doing anyways. That's not BFR. Any technology that is better for results. Things like isoinertial resistance or the K-Box, right? Having experts that come on where we all can learn just how this, this technique or this, this modality can be applied in patients across the rehab spectrum. Talking to high-level bodybuilders about volume, about intensity. That's a hot topic in the fitness realm right now. Getting people to talk about how they're applying these different technologies in their, in their fields as experts, top experts, world-renowned experts, to be able to come in and talk to everyone, myself included, about what they're passionate about and what drives them and really what keeps them up at night as clinicians, as coaches, as researchers. And that's what I'm really, really, really excited about is helping those people, those researchers, for example, in that are doing the hard work, bringing them into the forefront and giving them a platform to be able to talk about what they love, what they find interesting, and ultimately relate that back to the coaches, the physical therapists, the chiropractors, the athletic trainers, the medical physicians, anyone that's listening, that's looking for the next best evidence-based therapy or approach or modality to help them get their clients or patients back to the activities that they love as quickly as possible. And so really, yeah, I'm, I'm super looking forward to this. We have an all-star group of people that have already been on the docket and when, many, many, many more that I haven't even thought to reach out to that I'm just very fortunate that they're giving, um, that they're giving their time to come on and help everyone try to get their clients and patients back to the activities they, that they love and experience the joy of pain-free movement again if they've been injured or keeping them pain-free if we're looking to optimize their performance. And so that's, that's really the gist of what you're going to find in this podcast. And I just, again, I just want to say thank you for all the support for all my long-term, my long-term followers that have now become listeners of this podcast, I, I really am looking forward to, to continuing on this discussion because when we talk about in my course that I talk about with BFR personality types and blood flow restriction, as we're going to all find as we, as we talk to more experts, both clinicians and researchers, BFR is not fun. It's not comfortable, but in order for us to improve ourselves we need to push into discomfort to be able to shift our equilibrium 
into the positive. And if we don't, or we're afraid to do that, well, we're never going to change. And so I consider myself as one of those masochist BFR personality training types where I'm looking, I, I crave that discomfort. And those that are listening or watching are my masochists, the people that really want to push the envelope in a good way of rehab, of performance, and understand that, at least for me, all good things in life come with a cost. And that cost, that cost to get out of equilibrium is discomfort and pushing ourselves into an area where not many people want to go. The bodybuilders know this, right? As a, as a competitive bodybuilder, I've been through three shows, right? You're out, you're sucked out. You're really just hating life, but you do it because you have a desire to be something great. And all of these people that I'm bringing on are doing something great and amazing with their careers. So I am beyond excited and I hope you begin to go on this journey with me as I bring these awesome, awesome guests so we can all learn from each other and ultimately help the people that we work with. So thanks for checking this out. Really, again, looking forward to it. Have a good one. And that was today's episode of the BFR Better for Results podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love if you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're watching or listening on. I really appreciate the support.